0: Hi and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol and we cover a new character every week. I'm your host, Fred.
1: I'm Brad. And I'm Stephen.
0: And uh, uh Brandon is unfortunately on location somewhere. W- he may join us but he may have really bad cell reception. Uh today we're going to be covering the character Deadpool where it's a real shame we don't have Brandon because that uh, I think he's literally tattooed on his body, so uh, yeah, he we'll is. we'll have to get, yeah, yeah. So we'll have to get his take on on Deadpool later. But how is everybody doing? How are you doing today, Stephen? Uh-huh. How's your day been?
2: Doing fine. We had a storm come in. Finally, uh, there was a span up here where we went without rain for nineteen days. So but we've had three days of off and on rain, and now we're getting a big rain. So. It's all good, but it's coming off the lake, so those those storms are pretty, um, pretty violent, if you know what I mean.
0: So the lake effect storms.
2: Well, we got seven foot waves right now.
0: Holy moly! Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> well, that that sounds like it's a. Uh, you be safe, sir. Well, you be safe I, up there in the our,
2: stormy. I, I live in an apartment that's on the fifth story, so I don't have to worry about a seven foot wave, even though I'm only like 200 feet from the water. Okay, so.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, that's good. Uh, How are you doing today, Brad? I'm doing pretty good.
2: Brad, how are you doing?
0: uh, I'm I'm tired. It's been a long couple weeks. I've been working like 70 hour weeks. It's been rough. I hate this time of year. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I'm surviving. I'm surviving, and uh, I'm happy to be here talking about Marvel Crisis Protocol. Uh, unfortunately, there's been a a paucity of news from Marvel Crisis Protocol recently. They haven't had a whole lot, including, uh, like there hasn't been an episode from us for two weeks. We took a week off. This has just been the time fault. with no Marvel Crisis Protocol well it was it was all of our faults we all took last week off
2: <laughs> well it, good timing though right we didn't really have anything to talk about so True. i mean maybe it will start picking up but i i'm sure when shatterpoint gets its initial run out of the way that we might be seeing more marvel content coming up
0: yeah that's the hope it, it the There has been quite a bit of Shatterpoint news, and all of that information you can find on the Point Break SW app.
1: Sure can. Uh, Sure can. There are even spoilers uh, there from September. They already have September spoilers on there.
0: Wow. You're way ahead.
1: (laughs) Wow. Grievous was supposed to come out in July, and they had to push him back to September after they spoiled his card.
0: Okay, <laughs> well, uh, for all of you who are enjoying playing Shatterpoint, that is a resource that you can look up. I uh, I haven't played since our game,
1: Brad. Ha- mm. Have
0: you played any Shatterpoint?
1: I have. I played last night. I played two weeks ago. Um, finally a game I can beat Borka at, at least for now. <laughs> for now
0: until he he figures it out it is a fun game i enjoy it quite a bit it is
1: i i really like the mandalorian list i made with asajj and maul and a bunch of mandalorians
0: it sounds disgusting well uh let's get into what we're talking about uh have either of you had any games that you want to talk about today?
2: Yes, I have recently. So,
0: All right, Stephen, what, uh, tell us about the games you've played recently.
2: Well, uh, this past Saturday, uh, a friend, a dear friend of mine, who's been a friend for over 30 years, Eric, I finally got to show him Marvel crisis protocol. And we did a little get together game and it was quite fun. Uh, he ran cap, Stephen Hulk, um, with a, a couple of other models, I don't remember because Hulk was doing all the stuff. <laughs> so, and he yeah. picked Kington as my leader, and I played like Omega Red and stuff like that. But we didn't play with any tactics cards, so on and so forth. You know, and he had a lot of fun. So I, I don't think he'll start collecting, but if I break it out as a as my collection, and he'll he'll be more than likely to uh, play it because he and I get together for. Um, board games he's really big into board games and um so we we played one board game that totally fascinated me um it was the new vampire world of darkness one called chapters and the really interesting thing about that is is that you have a character and they have preludes and they write these little booklets and they're like your little adventure booklets from back in the day you know the do your own adventure like read down here, make a choice, go to page this, if choose a, or go to page this, if you choose B, it was kind of like that. So it was really, really, really interesting. Okay.
1: So.
0: Uh, I, well, I am intrigued. Uh, uh, we, you know, we're most of the rest of us on this podcast are in a group where we play uh, vampire, the masquerade.
2: Correct. Correct. Uh that's half the reason I mention it, it but it's not as free form. You know, your characters already made for you. You know, you do the reward point system, so on and so forth, but you have these little chapters and you're in Montreal and it's set up very, very nicely. So it's just, and the content in that game is huge. So when I come down there, I'll pull up the website and show you guys and stuff like that. So
0: awesome. I look into to it.
2: I also played a game against, well, Uh, My old friend, my other friend, Robbie, who's been my Marvel Crisis Protocol friend, whom you know, and um, we played a game, and knowing that I'm coming down there for a tournament this Saturday, um, it was just kind of like a a tune-up game, because I've been playing all these uh, beginner games, as in like, show you how to play the game, and I haven't been really sinking my teeth into like competing against somebody, so... That's what Robbie and I did. He ran a She Hulk A Force with, of course, Gwen Pullens and and Squirrel Girl. And then he ran Captain Marvel and Black Widow. And then I ran Spider Foes with Green Goblin, Craven, and Lizard. And in addition, and Doc Ock. And in addition to that, I ran Mysterio and Carnage.
0: How did that go? I'm in, I, I'm interested to hear how your take on Mysterio and Carnage is.
2: Well, Mysterio you shouldn't expect him to do much, but he does just enough. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, uh, my take I've put him on the table a couple of times, and I've got to say he he underperforms, but when he does perform, it's it's impressive, which is like, just
2: enough, right? Is yeah. what I'm getting at.
0: Yeah, he's a solid, well, I don't want to grade him yet, but but.
2: He's, yeah, it, he's
0: like a boiled chicken of a character.
2: <laughs> no, we had an infinity formula. I put him up on the point. He sat there, and he was facing off against Gwenpool, and Gwenpool would come in range. He'd do his tricks and traps, and then he'd do his attack, move her away. I mean, he did... And he only did one, one damage to her on an attack, moved her away, which was perfectly all right. She had to spend power to do her teleport, so on and so forth. So it was this mix of, you know, you have to do this to get back into range. I'm defense five. I'm on top of a building. I get cover, you know, just just all the little stuff, you know, so he held down what he was supposed to hold down and he did it adequately enough. But I tell you what, Oh my God! Carnage, carnage, carnage!
0: Yeah, carnage! <laughs> yeah. carnage.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! That that character is insane. If you get him rolling, and I did, so yeah. of course, of course, running a force, Robbie had She Hulk, correct? Hmm. Okay. Here's the damage profile that happened to She Hulk, Green Goblin put three damage into She-Hulk. Lizard put five. And then, let me do the math here. Three, five, twelve. Then Carnage had put 17 into her. Yes, that's (laughs) 25 health. Yes, that's a patch-up that happened on She-Hulk. Twenty-five.
0: That's Carnage for you, baby. Carnage is such, uh, like, if if he's up against someone who only has physical attacks and uh, he gets rolling, he is—he will shell out the damage. He's really good at it.
2: Oh, he took out Black Widow. He murdered Captain Marvel. And, you know, Squirrel Girl was phasing off against him and had to put a tippy-toe token on him because he was just doing... Oh, my God. It, there was blood everywhere. Let's just put it that way. There was blood <laughs> everywhere, and under Goblin's leadership, he just gets that much more deadly. It's yeah. like I got I got his heal off one time. He was at five damage. So I'm like, oh yeah, I heal all my damage. I'm like, what? This is great. <laughs> so yeah, yes.
0: Uh, he he. The problem if someone just shoots him with an energy attack, he he goes down. Like he is. Well, we're not here to to to
2: be well, in
0: depth on Carnage, but he is great. i I do like him quite a bit.
2: The thing is we were at 20 points. I was playing Spider Foes and Spider Foes has enough other problems in the list that you can't really concentrate on it. Yeah. That's that's the problem. What do I do about Goblin? What do I do about Doc Ock? Oh there's Lizard and Craven comes in behind me. Carnage and just, you know, you know what he can do, right? I mean, it's just, it was incredible. It was incredible. That's all I have to say. It sounds
0: like it was a good game that went well for you.
2: <laughs> yeah. People worry about the 1 1 Mystic and Energy defense. And I think that's kind of a misnomer. You know what I mean? So I think, I think people are sleeping on him. And Obviously, he went against other characters that are newer, uh, like Squirrel Girl, and, you know, he had a field day with her. Because all of a sudden, you know, she got she gets dazed by Craven. her tippy-toe tokens back, and she's not going to put it out. And then Carnage just goes crazy. Oh, forgot. Carnage, you're not explo- not allowed to explode your crits when he damages you. Right. You- yeah. Right. He's so-
0: got the serial killer thing.
2: Yeah. So anyway, enough gushing about Carnage. He was just, oh my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. I've had that, the same feeling of Carnage. Like the first time I put him on the table, he did great. But then I've played him again, like two or three more times. And he did nothing. I mean, there's just something about him where sometimes he's just hot. He's just on. And then sometimes he just is... Killed immediately, or is just not able to get rolling the same way.
2: Well, my my advice to you is always set him up last. Yeah, that is the key.
0: Yeah, fair.
2: Okay, cool. All right. I'm done.
0: Uh, <laughs> Brad, do you have any games that you've played recently that you want to talk about?
1: I've just played Chatterpoint. I've not gotten to play MCP. I'll get to Saturday. Yes. What?
2: Yeah. Uh, Speaking Fred, we have which. a chance. We have a chance. <laughs>
1: oh, no. I have some spicy new tack. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: I don't want to hear about this. You're better <laughs> off hearing about what's it than got, witnessing
2: it. What,
0: what's going to happen? Steven, do you have it, an idea of what, what he's going to bring? Yeah,
2: yeah, his ninth character is going to be Anakin. And his 10th character is going to be Ahsoka.
1: (laughs) Oh, Steven, you don't know me very well at all.
0: Yeah, It's going to be the
1: Mandalorians. I did. (laughs) I did. The good Mandalorian and the bad Mandalorian. I did put two new characters in my list.
2: Well, at least I got the number right.
1: Uh, You did get the number right.
0: Well, uh, I also have no games played. I did not even get to play any Shatterpoint since we've last spoken, everyone out there in podcast land. Uh, It's been rough. It's been a rough week, but I've already covered that. Uh, So I guess there's nothing. uh, uh, Here's something that we should talk about. There is going to be a tournament on Saturday at Lost Legion Games and Comics in South Charleston, West Virginia. You all should come down. I don't uh, is there anyone other than us who signed up yet, Brad? Brandon. There's he the counts th- as us. He counts as
1: us. Currently it is the podcast, as far as I know. I'll double check that though.
2: It it was it was amazing. I went to do my sign up and I'm already there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did Brad sign you up? Well, yes. I when when you th- when you three said that you were going to come to the tournament during the recording of the last episode, I added you guys to the event. Did I not uh, already? I
0: I thought I had already signed up. You may have. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Well, uh, some more people come, so it's not just Brad kicking all of our asses. Please. Um,
2: there, There are two more tournaments, by the way.
0: uh uh, what are the two new two other tournaments
2: well one's at fabricators forge not this weekend but the weekend following in pittsburgh
0: Mm -hmm. the 24th so that would be uh i'm looking up the date but tell tell everyone the other uh the other one
2: the other one's at origins and it's run by cork i don't know when origins is i think it's this weekend if i'm not mistaken
0: so that uh Uh, Fabricators Forge one would be on Saturday the twenty fourth of June, at Mm -hmm. Fabricators Forge in Pittsburgh, and at Origins it would be on Saturday the seventeenth. So date
2: yeah, no no it's in Columbus. Origins is in Columbus. Oh oh oh,
0: my mistake. My mistake. Sorry. It's
2: like it's like the Gen Con for Ohio.
0: Oh Origins the Con. Oh yeah. Okay. Obviously.
2: Yes. 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 So.
0: I'm, I'm dumb, everyone. I'm dumb. That uh, you all know this already,
2: but but I'm saying that um, if you're uh, at Origins or going to be at Origins already, bring your MCP stuff, right? Because Cork's a great guy; um, he'll accommodate you as best you can on short notice. Uh, I have all the faith in him to do that. So, and you guys have met him before too. So,
1: yes, yeah.
2: But yeah, yeah, he, he, he's not running it in Dayton. He was actually pegged to run, run the event in Columbus for the con. So,
0: All right. Well, everyone show up for that. If you're not coming to the South Charleston tournament and, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, do we have anything else to discuss? Uh, there is no news. There's nothing else really to talk about. Uh, I think uh, there, there is on.
1: some Marvel oh. news. There is a little bit of Marvel news. The
0: Marvel Re- news, Yes,
1: oh. real quick. Um, I think it's as of today, recording day. Uh, it seems like Marvel has gotten back the movie rights to the Incredible Hulk. Did they had they lost it? Yeah, they sold them like a long time ago. Like a long time ago. Really?
0: Yeah. I, I, to Didn't they make an Incredible Hulk that's technically part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? It,
1: it is part of with the... With Edward Norton? It It is part of the MCU, technically, but they didn't make the movie. Like, Marvel Studios didn't make it. Okay. Well, that's why it's not good?
2: Yeah, the only connection was the outtake when Tony Stark was at the end
1: okay yeah okay uh i see you. yeah that's why they could use hulk as a character but they couldn't make a standalone hulk movie that's why ragnarok was kind of a hulk movie
0: oh okay yeah because it's a thor movie but it was kind of a hulk. okay yeah they uh, couldn't
1: they couldn't do planet hulk so they put thor in there and made it a hulk and thor movie
2: They did the best with what they had. Yeah. Which it didn't turn out bad. So I like that
0: movie. Well while we're talking about this, I do wanna say everyone go watch Across the Spider-Verse. It is so good. It's incredible. (laughs) It's the best movie I've seen all year. Easily.
2: Now I'd put more credence in that if we were like on December twenty eighth. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's true.
0: (laughs) That's true, but it, I will say it's amazing. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it is absolutely
2: worth watching. Uh, it, it is.
0: Just, it is very good. Are it's there firing any, on all cylinders. <laughs>
2: are there any new characters coming to Marvel from that? Do you think?
0: I don't think that uh, it's not technically part of the MCU. I don't. Well,
2: think. why is Miles in our MCU then? um
1: it is part of the mcu like weird kinda kinda they mentioned weird they mentioned specifically the mcu universe
0: oh <laughs>
1: by by number by the correct yeah, number because yeah. in the movies they use the wrong number um <laughs> but they don't pull from the MCU They pull characters from the comics
2: mm-hmm. I I honestly I haven't seen the second movie But from the first movie I would love to have a Dr. Octavia Oh
1: yeah, yeah um, I agree Vincent Kirkhoff uh, From Alfredo size Through Taco Truck And he runs the Uh, second one tournament he changed his doc Awk to her
0: that's awesome yeah that's awesome yeah i'll say uh i don't i don't want to compare the two because i think they're both excellent but i almost think i like this one more than the first
1: one uh yeah which is saying a lot i I i agree with you fred
2: well, I think I think you like it more than the first one because usually when a second movie happens from a first movie, you have expectations, right? And if those expectations aren't met, then you don't feel as good about the second movie. But obviously, the expectations were met or even exceeded in the second one, right? It's right. So, so, so
0: I go out. I come out thinking like, oh, that lived up to what I thought it was going to be. So I have a higher threshold of happiness.
2: Correct,
0: yes. Yeah. You're I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah.
2: So usually second movies that bomb are not up to snuff for what the first one was. So
0: Yeah. So everyone go watch that movie. It's absolutely worth watching. <laughs> go see it in theaters while you can. It's great. Okay, let's move on to uh our gentleman that we are covering here today, and that is a good gentleman named Deadpool uh (laughs) he is oh my goodness okay so his name is Wade Wilson okay I'm gonna stop Uh, you right
1: there just real quick friend okay are you familiar with the DC character Deathstroke yes I am familiar with can you picture his costume yes okay does it look like Deadpool's
0: I think that there is similarity in. Okay. Do but you, I don't think they're the same. I mean, they're, they're very they're similar. There's similarities.
1: There's similarities. Do you know yeah. what Deathstroke's real name is? Is it Wade Wilson? It's not. It's not Wade Wilson. Okay. Come on,
0: the, Fred. I do not know what Deathstroke It's Slade um, Wilson.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the the character deadpool was absolutely at the beginning a rip off of deathstroke
0: except he's nothing like deathstroke <laughs> that was like but that
1: was the writer the 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 first writer fabian Nicieza, who who gave him that different personality the artist that created deadpool absolutely just ripped off deathstroke
0: all right, well... There's some comic history for you. Uh, yeah, thank you for that piece of context. Okay, uh, you can continue so Wa- now. Okay, uh, Wade Wilson here. Um, so there's some changes that happen between the, the front and back of the card. Quite a few. Uh, his initial stamina on his front is four. It goes to six on the back. He's speed medium, size two. He is threat three. Uh, and his defensive stats are 3, 3, and 4 on both sides. Uh, his first attack is a builder. It's just a normal builder called Stab. And uh, it's range 2, and it throws 5 dice. And that is all about it. It, it is basi- the most basic-ass spender, I think, that might exist in this game. Builder? Oh, God. Had I been saying spender that entire time? It's It all is right. a builder uh it, it whoops brad why don't you take over
1: <laughs> oh no uh, attack in the in the history of of cards it's uh his next attack's a physical attack called bang and it's range four four dice if you uh get a wild and a hit you get to do bang bang which is another attack uh Against the original target, and then on that attack, if you get um wild hit hit, you get bang bang bang, which is another attack against the same target yes
0: uh, <laughs> this uh so that it may only be triggered by the an attack with the bang bang special oh my goodness, okay. Yeah, so that is. <laughs> you can get up to three uh, attacks. Up to three attacks. It's very unlike. Have you ever gotten three attacks? Yes.
1: With him? That's impressive. That's impressive. Uh, like one of the first he... times I played him, he still wasn't worth playing. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, uh. Uh. what what's that last attack on his card there? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, it's called Duodenum Poke. It is range two. It throws six dice, and it costs three power to use. And if it deals damage, uh, the target character gains bleed and slow. And it goes away on his, on his back side, on his injured side, or I should say his other healthy side. Uh, and it becomes <laughs> maximum effort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it becomes maximum effort. It's range two. It throws seven dice and costs four power, and it has wild dance party, where after the attack is resolved, this character may advance short, Uh, and after the advance, characters within range two of this character suffer one damage, and this character gains one power for each damage dealt in this way. And it does say just characters, not enemy characters, so it will hurt friendly things if you don't use it carefully. Uh, Steven... Why don't you
2: go over uh, the... Take, take the whole thing if you want, Fred. So Going oh, did down. You, okay. All right. So we have a active superpower called Merc with a Mouth. It will cost you three power. Choose an enemy character within three of this character. It loses two power. Character may be affected by the superpower only once per turn, which means that if you're surrounded by two or three characters and you have... The power, you can drain two from each one of them. Then he has an innate superpower called Aino Karate. This character may re roll one die in its attack and defense rolls. Also, we have another innate called Unicorns, Rainbows, and Sugar Plums dancing through my head. This character cannot be pushed or advanced by effects from mystic attacks or enemy superpowers. And then last, we have the innate of healing factor two. So at the end of his activation, you will heal two damage.
0: Yeah, and there is one more innate superpower on his backside.
1: I got it. Uh, All right, now it's serious. This character always counts as healthy instead of injured for the purposes of contesting objectives.
0: That's why it's his other healthy side. Mm Mm-hmm uh so all right so that's deadpool um yeah uh so i gotta uh, i I will be frank i'm gonna start uh, start us off here today i i've put him on the table a couple times and he has underperformed every single time uh the first thing that i want to point out is that his his healthy side his initial side has only four stamina that is way too little i think i think uh, he, Here's a question. Do you think he would be better if instead of being 4-6, he were 5-5? Five, five? No. No. Okay. Like, I, I, I just uh, – the 4 makes it so he gets knocked out way too soon, I think. Which I think that he would fine. be better if he were 5-5. Five, five. Yeah.
1: It's fine. He doesn't – he still counts as healthy on the other side – And Maximum Effort is a better attack than uh, the poke. Uh, Okay. It is. From experience, it is.
0: Okay. All right. I'll take your word for it. That
1: Dance Party trigger is great.
0: Yeah. The Dance Party trigger is great, but it's also good to put Bleeding Slow on people. And it costs less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, You never get to use it, though. He's dead. Right, he just dies. He 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 really needs some sort of defensive I guess he's I'd got, rather him karate. be two
1: eight, honestly.
0: <laughs> well yeah, of course, I would too.
1: <laughs> Alright, so what's your take, Brad? What's your take? So I've played him a lot. A lot, a lot. Uh mostly in X Force. Don't play him in X Force. And then I played him in Weapon X. He's okay in Weapon X. Um, At that point, you have so many people, because even your leader has healing factor, you have so many healing factors that it becomes a problem for your opponent, especially on something, a scenario where um, damage is being dealt. Like cubes. He's great on cubes. Okay. Especially once he's flipped. Um... Because he has more health and won't just instantly die. Uh, I know karate's great. His 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 attacks aren't that great. Like he feels weak for a three pointer, but he is if he's in faction. No,
2: I can't. Well, I have, I have a question for you, Brad. Yeah. So, looking at his defensive suite and counting unicorns and rainbows um, would you take him in um, instead like if you had both him and x23 obviously x23 is very susceptible to mystic and you saw mystic Mystic list like convocation would you take him instead of x23 in that situation
1: uh, yes he would be better in that situation
2: okay okay Oh,
0: what's your take, Stephen? What's your take on the, on this gentleman?
2: I see a lot of parts um, that are good. Like Merc with a Mouth, that's good. Training people of power. Um, of course, Brad mentioned I know Karate. That's great. I do like the Unicorn healing factor. Those are all great. His attacks are kind of lackluster. Um, but you can't get around the fact that you know he is going to be good into uh, Mystic Attackers. So I, I see a lot of parts that um, are did- good, but they just don't go together, yeah
1: if he yeah, didn't have I, I, all si- if, if he didn't have all physical attacks, he'd be a lot better into convocation like if he had an energy attack mm-hmm. on there that would help out a lot
2: right so but yeah, um. Merc with a mouth would be great, but are you doing Merc with a mouth or are you doing your big spender attack? You know what I mean.
1: I have right. literally never felt like Merc with a mouth was worth it. Yeah, because yeah. you're
0: spending three power to deprive your enemy of two. I mean, there there's some value to that if you use it correctly, but he's. I feel like he's also going to be power starved.
2: Right. I. I and that. That gets me to the attacks. I wish his bang was a flat gain one power.
0: Yeah, it needs to be a gainer. That needs to be a gainer. Like every single one of those attacks should be a gainer.
2: And he could possibly get three. He'll get one, right? But it's only a four dice attack. So the chances of getting three are very slim, maybe two. But I think, I think that would go a lot to solve his kit a little bit.
0: Yeah, that would help quite a bit.
2: But other than that, I just, you know, I see somebody who can work. I just don't know how he works.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, before we move on, we got to talk about his tactics cards. So he has two tactics cards that are worth discussing. Uh, the first one is called Chimichangas and boy i uh i i soft love this except it's terrible this is a terrible card that i love i think it's fun it's fun and thematic it's just not useful uh so chimichangas is an unaffiliated card it is active uh deadpool may spend one power to play this card add a chimichanga objective token asset to the game deadpool is holding this token at the end of a character's activation, if it is holding a Chimichanga token, it gains one power and may remove one damage or one special condition. Any character may use the following interactability. Interact, Chimichanga. Pick up the Chimichangas. Uh, so that's a ton of fun. That's uh, It could be really useful in the hands of someone other than Deadpool. Uh, but this is part of what I don't like why i was saying that he would be better if he were 5-5 instead of 4-6 because in my in what happens in games where i've brought chimichangas you spend it and you're holding the chimichanga and then he dies and your opponent picks up the chimichanga like every
1: single time um fred have you thought about waiting until he's already flipped to play the card
0: yeah but at that point like you don't really need the chimichangas
2: <laughs> it gives you healing factor three effectively
0: yeah it does <laughs> uh it, it's fun but uh do you guys like this card i should ask
2: this don't, is what you do
1: don't play okay, this this card. is the it took a long time oh play to, it every no. time don't play this card. Oh, there's a fight. It took it took a long time for us to finally convince Fred to stop playing this card. Don't play the card.
0: Yeah, I, I enjoy this card. This is fun. And I did bring it for a lo- a while, but it's bad. <laughs> it's 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 pretty bad. So tell us your take, Steven.
2: Dude, Why should we take it? I would do this and then I would mission and objective it over to cable. <laughs> Next for us. <laughs> If Cable had this, he would be a beast.
0: I I used to be trying to give it to Kingpin. Like, I was trying to give it to Kingpin all the time, who would also be a beast with it.
2: Can you imagine Cable with one more power? And healing? I yeah. think he would be a beast. I, I'm just wishlisting, of course. So, yeah,
0: yeah. but... What happens, though, is it it never goes the way you want it to. It never happens the way that you want it to happen. No, it, but
2: but this card is the one with a plan within a plan because as soon as you play Chimichangas, if you have a player that's not so experienced, it becomes the hot potato, and they go after a Deadpool, which in my estimation, that's fine, okay? They're not playing the game.
0: Yeah, fair. Okay. You're playing the meta game when you have this.
2: Correct, Yes. Here's I just find it
0: usually he- helps my opponent more than it helps me in games where I have brought it. And the
2: thing what you should do is if you're playing Deadpool with this card against a person saying, I'm spending one for chimichangas. And instead of waiting for your opponent to ask what it does, you then read the card to them word by word, possibly very slowly. So they get anticipation of getting a power And healing a damage on a character that can't, or removing a condition. So (laughs) you make your
0: opponent (laughs) hungry for chimichangas. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I'll say, I'll, I'll tell you this. I want some chimichangas right now. I could go for some chimichangas.
2: See what I did there?
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You made me hungry for chimichangas. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. So that's that card. Don't bring it. It's bad.
2: Uh, (laughs) unless you want chimichangas
0: unless you want chimichangas the second card is called yoink um i guess i'll i'll go through this it is an unaffiliated active card and during deadpool's activation he may spend two power to play this card you get to select one of the following abilities if an allied cable is within range two of deadpool place deadpool within range two of his current position If an allied Domino is within range 2 of Deadpool, he may use the grenade bounce attack listed on her stat card once this activation without paying its power cost. If an allied Wolverine that is holding an objective token is within range 2 of Deadpool, place one objective token held by Wolverine onto Deadpool. Deadpool is now holding the token this Team Tactics card does not allow a character to hold more tokens than the crisis specifies. And if an enemy... Bob agent of Hydra is within range two of Deadpool you may remove any number of loaded tokens from it that right there is why you would ever bring this <laughs> that last that last use I mean mm-hmm. uh, it, it, that uh, being able to remove loaded tokens from Bob turns Bob off. Is it worth bringing that much tech to go against a uh, a2 threat model? That's the question. <laughs> what well, uh, you say, seem like you wanted to talk Steven. What were your I what are your say, thoughts?
2: I would say the grenade bounce is probably if you had him and Domino in the same in the same squad. Yes. Uh, I'd s- say the Domino grenade bounce is kind of worth it.
0: Yeah, the grenade bounce is, is very good. Uh, if there's not an uh, Bob agent of Hydra against you,
2: that's I have a why question. It. Does that count as one of his attacks, or does he just use it?
0: I, I don't think it does. Does it? Oh, that's a good Let question. Me. It doesn't specify. It doesn't specify. Uh, that is a good question. That
1: is the same wording they use on the ones that does take an action.
2: Okay. Yeah. But, it, yeah, it didn't specify that he uses one of his attacks. Well, that would have been broken, I guess, if it didn't. So,
0: Yeah, it would be a lot better. <laughs> I would. That would be one that you would only use it for that ability. Mm-hmm. You would never use it for any of the others. I mean, you probably won't ever use him, the Wolverine one, because you wouldn't bring Wolverine unless you're playing a very thematic list.
2: Sadly, but that's a that's a good um that's a good use of this card because you know wolverine on his flip side doesn't get to hold things so i mean it's a um it's a mission objective for just those two i guess so but
0: it it, it's not really wait it, it it's active so it's when so wolverine it only works when wolverine is healthy
2: Yeah,
0: And you can't use it as a reactive when he gets knocked out.
2: I understand. But what I'm saying is if you see the writing on the wall, right, like you get attacked once and somebody takes off, you know, four damage on Wolverine and then they come into him and then he uses exceptional healing and you know he's going to get down the next round, then just have Deadpool go over and get it.
0: Yeah. That that is... The use that is the use for for that combination. Mm-hmm. That's the circumstance. I Instead think, of you know, wasting right, you your use mission, the domino. yeah, 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 you'd use this for the domino or the bob. Brad, what's your take on this card? We haven't we haven't heard. From uh you.
1: don't take it. It's not worth it.
0: Yeah, neither one of these cards are very good. Yeah. Which
2: one would you take if you had to take one?
0: If I'm playing with Domino, I would take Yoink.
2: Okay, well that wasn't the stipulation.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I don't if, play. If don't you're playing,
1: Domino. if you're playing Deadpool in faction, you can kind of assume that you're gonna have Dead uh, Domino there. Okay.
2: Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> Do- Domino is
1: any... one of the best three points of had...
2: those factions. If you had to take. A card and domino was not specified then i guess chimichangas would be the one to take if you had to take it so
0: i mean listen if 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 i was forced into a scenario where i had to play deadpool with the with the list i currently play which does not contain domino and i was forced imagine there's a gun pointed at my head and I was forced to pick one card to bring with me I guess you're right I would take chimichangas but that's there There would have to be a person with a gun standing next to me and an insane list of demands a list of demands that doesn't make any sense
2: <laughs> well but then you can use my tactic Fred I play one power to play chimichangas and then read it very slowly <laughs>
0: I mean you're right, okay <laughs> all right uh, well, what is everyone's f- all right let's go to our our letter grades here for Deadpool. We've been talking a lot about them <laughs> all right, so what is your letter grade for Deadpool Stephen
2: uh, c minus
0: yeah that's uh that's probably about where i i I'm gonna give him a c minus as well. He just doesn't work the way that he should. He doesn't do much on the battlefield. He feels underwhelming. Brad, what's your... Brad's probably the person who's put him on the field the most. What is your take? I
1: I thought I was going to be lower than you guys with my C-. minus, But I guess we're all just in agreement.
0: Oh, damn.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, wow.
0: Do you think, when did he come out? Was he an early model?
1: He was at the same time as Cable and Domino. So that, it was the second wave of mutants. Okay. Like, we got those original four boxes, and then a little bit later we got Cable, Domino, him, Bob. Boy, he came
0: out at the same time as Domino someone who is just so much better than him. Oh yeah, for well, the same threat. Yeah. Uh he he just feels like the I feel, I bet if they made him now, he would be very different. He'd be very different.
2: Yeah. I, well, I mean there's always hope. You know, he's on a um, he's on a uh, vertical card, not a hor- horizontal, right?
0: In hope that they're gonna errata him.
2: Yeah, I I I think the key to him is that bang. Is just give it the ability to give one flat
0: pound. Yeah, that would that would help a lot.
1: That would and help him a lot. It would help a lot.
2: And I think I think I go to a C plus if that happens.
0: It would certainly improve my score of him. I don't know what I would give, but it would definitely up him. He, he just needs—he needs changed. He's not very good. <laughs> he's not great.
2: Just imagine, like that bang, and then bang, bang. If you put him in criminal Modok, he's all of a sudden pretty viable, right?
1: Ooh, I didn't even I think know. about reevaluating him with Modok. Yeah. He is much better uh, uh, under Modok. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> but it doesn't give him a power. It doesn't use any power, but he's possibly putting out a lot of damage.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it well, it definitely makes him better under Modok and under Umbaku.
2: Yeah, um, but you can only use that ability once per turn with Modok.
0: Oh, okay.
2: So, you would have to get the the second bang, bang bang off by yourself, yeah, so it well, would almost never happen or or if you natty did the bang bang, right, and then you can save Modox little ability if you get the other trigger for the bang, bang bang True. so I mean he could he could do a little bit better there. It would still be underwhelming,
0: y'all Deadpool's underwhelming, that's it uh <laughs> Brad do you have any comic book recommendations to talk about for Deadpool? I do you do I, d- uh,
1: I do okay
0: you wanna you wanna say what they are
1: <laughs> Oh okay yeah um the first one <laughs> God all right all right.
2: are you looking are you looking them up
1: (laughs) no no i have them i actually did these um weeks ago because we hadn't got a spoiler on monday and i was like i'm gonna go ahead and do deadpool so he's ready and then we got the spoiler on tuesday or it might have even been like we got the spoiler on thursday that week it was something weird anyway the first one is called deadpool the circle chase this is by Fabian Nicieza and Joe Majordera. This is not Deadpool's first appearance, but it is his first solo series shortly after he first appeared. Uh, and this is where Deadpool starts becoming the character that we know now. Before then, as I said earlier, basically just a Deathstroke stroke off. Um, this is where he starts getting personality, uh, and this it's it's a cool little mini series. There's I think it's four issues. Um, it's got some twists and turns, uh, a little bit of a mystery. It's pretty good. Uh, the next one is the Deadpool series from 2012. It's from Brian Posehn. Uh, Jerry Duggan. Oh crap!
0: It's Brian Posehn.
1: I thought that you would know who that was, and a variety yeah, I, of artists. I do know who that is. Uh, so this—he's com- very funny. This comic is is written by him and a comic art a comic writer who has done very good Deadpool work since then too, and they work together to write the series. So, professional comedian writing Deadpool. pretty good it also adds a bunch of like stuff to to deadpool's like sphere so this is the series that introduces deadpool's daughter you probably didn't know he had a daughter i I did not Uh, i
0: see him being a very fatherly person
1: he he struggles with it fred it's one of the interesting things about the series. He's not very good at it, but he's trying. And Fred, did you know okay. that he's also friends with the ghost of Ben Franklin?
0: I did not know that.
1: And did you know <laughs> that they accurately um, have Ben Franklin being an absolute horn dog?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is that is accurate
1: and this is the series where deadpool marries the queen of the monsters uh because she thinks he's handsome
0: the queen of the monsters yeah
2: yeah she would be attracted by repulsive stuff right? yeah
1: they get married huh. uh i don't remember if it's part of this series but they have a daughter together too, and there's um, flash forwards in one of the series. It may be this one, where his two daughters are fighting in the future. Anyway, oh boy, uh, um,
0: do they have healing powers?
1: Uh, so the one that's part monster has something going on, but I don't remember what. The other one, nothing. Absolutely no powers.
2: Which begs the question, Brad, is Deadpool actually a mutant?
1: He has an X gene, so he is a mutant. He was not born with that X gene,
2: but neither was Sinister. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying my list is coming together with Sinister and Deadpool, right? Of people not born with the X gene? Who have it, yeah. yeah.
0: And that would also make sense that his germline would not send down the X gene to his to his child, right? to his uh, vanilla daughter, and his other daughter must have gotten something from the Queen of the Monsters.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. Um, yeah, okay. I, I believe he has Wolverine's X gene, Logan's.
0: Um, I mean, that makes sense. Except, he, he, doesn't he heal better than
1: Wolverine? Yeah, like, he he's does. The best he, healer. He does. The they did something to it before they put it in him.
2: Actually, Fred, you are incorrect. The person who's best at healing is a character called Madcap. Madcal? Madcap.
0: Madcap. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> he,
2: he, he talks to you by holding his head in his arm
1: oh god <laughs> so uh it's interesting that you that you bring up madcap because madcap lived in um dimple's brain for a while and was one of the voices talking to him in his head
2: mm-hmm.
1: that might also be part of this series that i'm talking about They're, they did <laughs> so much in this series um, so if it's, i
2: tied it in without even knowing yeah okay, and if cool. it's
1: not in this series it's the series that comes after it that's just jerry duggan writing it um brian Pusain's not writing it anymore it's just jerry duggan but it's one of those two series all everything we're talking about
2: fred wow. i will i will i will give you a nickel if you can guess what madcap's weapon is
0: uh, <laughs> is it his own leg that's been severed
2: no okay Fred, never, fred would you like to enlighten him on what I his don't, weapon is
1: i don't remember what it is is it like a lollipop it's, or something
2: it, no it's the bubble pistol oh it shoots out that's bubbles right. to distract people yeah it's a common squirt gun <laughs> oh my god it's fred
1: <laughs> madcap is a cartoon character brought to life (laughs) I have one more recommendation (laughs) one more recommendation Um, Okay. so this episode was requested by our friend Michael and he requested it so that I would make this recommendation and I told him I wouldn't so we'll see if he's gonna listen Um, (laughs) it is Deadpool Samurai and you guys are going to have to bear with me with these names. It's by. Shan. Shiro. Kasama. And Hikaru. Usugi. It is a. Uh, manga. And. Uh, it's about Deadpool goes to Japan. And he meets some. Um, uh Young heroes there that are kind of twists of some heroes you may know uh, and he has to he has to fight the bad guys and he has to fight Loki Loki's well known and Loki's actually working for someone else that I'm not gonna give away that's even more well known and to beat that villain he teams up briefly with all might from my hero academia
0: <laughs> oh boy
1: uh i i've read this manga it's it is not a marvel unlimited but there's only like i think there's only two volumes so it's like 20 bucks to buy it and it's pretty good Like, if you like manga, you're probably going to like it. Well, if you like manga and you like Deadpool. If you don't like either one of those, or only like one of them, you may not like it. But, it was pretty good.
0: All right. Well, uh, of the things that you uh, recommend in your sections, I think that Deadpool might be near the top of ones that I would actually read. Um thing is how I think he's hysterically funny as a character.
1: He can be. He can also be really badly written. Um, okay. Luckily,
0: well, I I read the Brian Posehn ones.
1: Yeah. Luckily, uh he's had a he's had pretty good like if you read his solo stuff, not him in a team, but him by himself, he's got a pretty good track record of people who like are good at
2: riding Deadpool. Okay. Mostly. And then we come to the fact that, you know, our expectations were set by the movies for those who weren't exposed to them before. Right.
1: Yeah. And the movies are yeah. pretty good.
2: Yeah. And, and, but I'm saying more people are familiar with the Deadpool movies um, than they are with a comic oh, and definitely. thus it, if they watch the movie and then they read the comics, depending on which version you they
1: get. Yeah. There is yeah. so um, a little bit of history on the Deadpool movies. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has been trying to make a Deadpool movie since like 2004, because in a comic in in around 2004, uh, someone tells... Deadpool, that he looks like if Ryan Reynolds' face had put, been put in a meat grinder. And Ryan Reynolds thought that was hilarious. So he's been working, he was working to make those movies for such a long time. In fact, the only reason he was in X Men Origins Wolverine, because he didn't want to be in it, he thought it was a bad script. Uh, he was right. He was right. Uh, The only reason he was in it is they told him, if you don't play Wade Wilson in this movie, you will never play him in another movie. So they made a deal with him that he could pursue making a Deadpool movie if he played Wade Wilson in that movie first.
0: Oh, boy. Well, it worked out for him because he got to make some movies that he is remembered in, and he didn't have to, I guess he's not very well remembered in that movie, which no one talks about anymore. And, and he didn't even play. He
1: didn't even play the bad version of Deadpool that in that. That wasn't movie. even him. No, the at the end, that wasn't him.
2: Okay, yeah, you only, you only saw him in the beginning when he was with the squad yeah. before Blob got fat. <laughs> that
1: was actually um, I believe, Ray Park, the same guy who played Darth Maul.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Played
1: okay. and and toad he played toad in the x-men movies played bad deadpool i'm pretty sure that's who that was uh there's something else i wanted to say oh yeah the only reason the first deadpool movie came out is because it got canned and then some hacker got in and got some of the footage and released it definitely wasn't anyone on the deadpool team releasing that so that it could get made definitely a hacker
0: (laughs) It certainly was not. It certainly, and
1: I, I definitely will not say it was Brian Reynolds himself. That no way he would do that <laughs> to get the movie he like always wanted to make that.
0: made. Like, I think that that movie is pretty fun. It's
2: it a is a pretty fun movie. It
1: is. Devil Two was fun. Devil Three is gonna be cool. Yeah.
2: Well, it's honestly, I say it's the movie. F- obviously for a mature audience, but if you have somebody in your life that is not into comic books or into superhero movies, Deadpool 1 is probably the superhero movie that's best to introduce them to the the characters. Because I took somebody who was dead set against comics, dead set against Star Wars even, okay? Just wouldn't even hear about it and i took her to this movie and she was rolling in her seat
0: okay uh, that that is fair i think that's probably good advice like you're right
2: you know cuz you can you can't really start him out with steve in you know captain america the first avenger cuz that's kind of it's not as slapstick as that first deadpool movie you know what i mean yeah. So.
0: It's got more broad appeal.
2: Right, exactly. So if you get somebody laughing and somebody relaxed, then it's easier to open them up to the rest of the superhero genre. Okay. And then probably do Spider-Man uh, Homecoming after that.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. If they're open to animation, they could do Spider-Man uh into the spider-verse and then across the spider-verse
2: but and those, yeah, yeah. Those it's my record
1: those movies are good just from an artistic standpoint yeah the spider-verse well, movies they're so like, pretty well,
2: like i said well that's probably the best introduction for kids but i'm saying for adults who are a little bit raunchy so on and so forth deadpool one's probably your 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 kicker so
0: yep all right uh we don't have Brandon with us today. Uh,
2: I already, already put him someplace.
0: <laughs> you put him someplace? Yeah. Steven. Criminal uh, Syndicate. Uh, oh, Criminal Syndicate. Yeah, yeah Kingpin right. M- Criminal, Criminal Syndicate. Uh, MODOK 2. I actually think that no one's going to beat MODOK 2 Criminal Syndicate. That's actually
1: the right place to put him. <laughs> Kingpin's Criminal Syndicate's good, too.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, if you bring him with Kingpin, you can... uh chimichanga and toss it to kingpin if you want and, being, you and he counts healthy
1: even on his injured side
0: that's true that's
1: true I'm,
2: th- I'm thinking modok shoves the attack off to deadpool who does an exceptional healing <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's good too. all right uh so that's that uh i guess the only thing left is my thing um so I was thinking a lot about this one, about uh, and I thought about um, recommending the Hunt for the Wilder People, but I think I've already recommended that. You, the reason being that the, I don't think you have. That does not sound familiar. No. Oh, I, I think it was very early. Um, it's it has the kid in Hunt for the Wilder People is the same kid that played the kid in Deadpool Two, mm. is is my thought there. But that's not what I'm recommending. Yeah, yeah, that that's who that is. Uh, um, the what I'm gonna do here is a real jump. So, I was thinking about X Men Origins Wolverine, a movie that weirdly comes up all the time on our podcast, and
2: I wonder why, Brad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about how it's an origin story that's unnecessary and is bad. And another one of those, which I think has more merit than X-Men Origins Wolverine, is a movie called Prometheus by Ridley Scott, which is kind of an origin story of the aliens in the alien movies. Uh, It is an interesting piece of sci-fi where humans find an alien planet where... An engineering species may that may have created them lives and it is it also contains a very gnarly scene with a uh an auto doctor where a person has to give themselves a c-section and it's disgusting and it's very good horror so i highly recommend it as a movie go in not expecting it to be great It's not good in the Alien movies. It's just a fun piece of sci-fi.
2: Well, my comment to the Alien franchise is that they had a really good one, then they had a better one, and then downhill.
0: You are correct. They had a great first movie, and then somehow a better second movie, and then they got real bad for some reason.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they did. (laughs)
0: Uh, Would you
1: guys like to hear A really interesting fact about the Alien movies
2: Sure What's this
1: I have never seen any of them All the way through Not a single one Nope I've seen bits and pieces of the the first first two What Uh,
0: Okay so you've never actually sat down And watched the first one
1: Nope
0: I'll tell you what It holds up both as a horror movie and as a piece of sci-fi. Like it it is a, it's kind of like Jaws where you watch it and you're going to, even today you're like, wow, that's this is just a really well put together movie. It's, it is just a really well put together
1: horror movie. Yeah. I've seen every predator movie, every single one of them.
2: Well, the predator Predator movies are not horror though.
1: No, yeah, they're kind of like, Action they're, they're action suspense. movies i th- that's wrong I have seen one alien movie all the way through which movie aliens versus predators <laughs> oh my god okay. that's a terrible movie <laughs> Those are oh terrible it's movies. not okay. good it's so much Those fun are-
2: though but that's the instances of horror movies you know you you've got slashers and stuff like that but a true horror movie like Fred was saying is you never totally see the whole monster in its entirety Right. that's why Jaws was so effective that's why Alien was so effective because you only saw parts and pieces of like what that monster was you're
0: constantly thinking how, how is this I, I can I keep trying to put myself into the mindset of a person seeing it for the first time and just be having their mind blown by this thing that you just see in the shadows there's a jump scare in Alien in the first Alien mm-hmm. that gets me to this day. It, when he's in the in the air ducts, mm-hmm. when the captain's in the air ducts, that and the alien hops out and you can see it coming like you see it on the motion sensor. You know it's right there and it's just so scary every single time.
2: Well, the one the one I'm going to refer to is the fact the second movie, they even had horror elements because you never really saw anything until the end when she fights the big queen. But like, remember when they're in the hallways and stuff like that and they're firing off their weapons like crazy. And you see these bits and flashes and there's like monsters everywhere. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's all fast and fast flashes. Mm -hmm. Those are two excellent movies. Everyone, you know what? Forget my early recommendation. Go, go watch alien one. just alien. And then aliens, Fred, do you remember the good part
1: time. where the monster jumps out of uh, the guy's chest and then starts singing and dancing?
0: Yeah, that that's from Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs>